Evolution in Asset Management The wealth management industry is changing at an exponential rate. Successful adaptation hinges on understanding the underlying trends and putting a robust and flexible operating system in place. Introduction The history of the wealth management industry is a case study in punctuated equilibrium. The evolutionary view that says there are long periods of little change followed by short periods with bursts of great change. As in evolution, the slow and steady growth of this naturally conservative business is periodically rocked by dramatic events that leave lasting change in their wake. We are currently in the midst of another period of tumult and evolution. Competition and convergence continue to be the age-old drivers of change, but their intensity is testing organizations' infrastructures like never before. While portfolio management remains an asset manager's raison d'etre, their competitiveness and future success will be increasingly based on capabilities other than investment expertise. Likewise, gatekeepers and intermediaries are progressively more important, Yet, quantitative factors are no longer sufficient to differentiate managers in a crowded marketplace. Propelled forward by the rapid pace of innovation, the business of managing wealth is being reshaped before our eyes. This time, five interwoven factors are driving the change. We'll briefly address each of these over the coming months. Fierce competition, vulnerable economics, emboldened investors, complex regulation, Transformational Technology We systematically assessed the state of the asset management industry in our 2014 paper, Evolving in the New Operational Frontier. Revisiting the trends and challenges confronting managers, we found the macro themes have been relatively persistent. We noted the rapid pace of change then, but it is nevertheless surprising to observe today that it appears to be accelerating, with the industry now changing at an exponential rate. Technologies developed in one industry to solve one problem are now being used globally to solve problems people didn't even know existed or at least were considered unsolvable. Convergence is occurring throughout every industry and in different corners of the world. In the investments arena, asset classes are blurring, alternative and traditional product offerings are competing, differentiation between the front, middle, and back office are indistinct, and demand for the same talent from within and external to the industry is increasingly competitive. The result? Clear delineations are tougher to determine, and we are more frequently competing against each other in unexpected ways. The skill sets needed to perform newly created jobs, let alone drive the business forward in an uncertain future, differ vastly from even a decade ago. Competition for this talent remains robust not just between asset managers and others in the wealth management ecosystem, but more broadly among fintechs, Silicon Valley technology firms, and a variety of startups in other industries. Adapting to a quickly changing environment is easier said than done in an industry that has often rewarded the methodical and meticulous. At the risk of seeming alarmist, the current pace of change threatens to leave behind any company that is not willing to at least adjust their approach. The implications are many, with every aspect of the organization affected. Investment processes, sales strategies, and talent management alike are ripe for reinvention. Supporting and enabling every aspect of the business, effective operations will be more critical than ever before. 
The most proactive firms are choosing to treat their operational capability as a catalyst for growth rather than a hindrance, leveraging their operational infrastructure for efficiency, flexibility, scalability, and insight. Given what we're seeing today, exponential shifts in technology capabilities, the power of data analytics, and predictive properties, consumers' desire for customization at the press of a button and the evolving talent profile, firms that don't address today's reality will soon find they are playing catch-up, possibly never to recover. Chapter 1. Fierce Competition. Trends. The buy-side business has always had a reputation for being more collegial than the more cutthroat sell-side. That may still hold true for cultures within firms, but fierce competition between firms has otherwise rendered this a moot point. Four developments mean that heightened competition is likely to remain a feature of the industry for the foreseeable future. Consolidation, new entrants, convergence, and globalization. It is the nature of the business that size begets size. Even without the effect of mergers and acquisitions, market appreciation and compounding mean that firms with the longest track records are often some of the biggest. Surviving over time and being in business longer generally means superior performance, more investors, more infrastructure, and institutional characteristics that support additional growth. Size also enables investments in technology and marketing on a scale that is unthinkable for smaller firms, creating a positive feedback loop. Size is not always a positive attribute, however, as it can lead to diminished nimbleness and saturation of investment opportunities. But its advantages are such that many firms relentlessly pursue growth, in many cases launching new strategies, entering new markets, adding distribution channels, acquiring competitors, or lifting out teams. The net result has been a steady consolidation of assets among the largest firms. It's important to note that industry consolidation has not kept new firms from emerging. A comparable trend unfolded in the banking industry, when M&A and consolidation in the wake of deregulation resulted in a handful of national and super-regional banks. In spite of, or perhaps because of, these mega-mergers, Numerous new local banks sprung up to fill certain niches or meet specific needs. Similarly, despite periodic bouts of retrenching and restructuring, the number of funds continues to rise. Regulated investment vehicles worldwide grew 42% over the past decade, resulting in an astonishing 119,000 open-ended funds by the end of 2018. Even hedge funds continue to proliferate despite facing particularly strong headwinds, and investors can now choose from approximately 8,300 different offerings. Other types of alternative investments are heating up too, as institutional investors pour even more capital into private equity and private debt funds. Competing effectively may be more complicated than it once was, but the barriers to entry are still relatively low. Economies of scale may be important, but not any more than a sound strategy. Massive scale is not critical, but critical mass is. This threshold, of course, differs considerably according to asset class and or strategy. We observed many years ago that barriers between different types of investments were starting to crumble. The trend is widely acknowledged today. Firm identities often used to be tightly integrated with certain types of investment vehicles, but this is increasingly rare. 
More firms are diversified, and product silos at many of these firms have been relegated to the past. Labels can be deceiving. Certain organizations are still known as private equity firms or hedge funds, for example, despite increasingly managing various investment strategies and structures across multiple asset classes. Even a firm like Vanguard, historically viewed as a leading passive fund provider, now earns a substantial amount from actively managed investments. Some firms are well-known as both passive and active managers, offering traditional and alternative investment vehicles for retail and institutional investors, and providing technology infrastructure to boot. Not all things to all people, but specialists in each of the channels in which they operate. Meanwhile, cross-border operations have become more common as firms venture abroad in search of opportunities. North American firms have been particularly active, extending their reach not only into the developed markets of Europe and Asia, but also developing economies, showing the promise of scale and growth amid demographic changes. Regional expansion by local firms within European and Asian markets is also accelerating. All of this means that competition is no longer a localized phenomenon, but a global one. None of these trends exists in a vacuum and their ultimate effect is likely to extend far beyond their immediate impact. They also interact with one another, sometimes paradoxically. Globalization, for example, amplifies industry consolidation, but it also creates and expands opportunities for emerging managers. Implications Hitting the pause button and standing still can be a wise strategy in some fast-moving environments. This is not one of them. Most firms will need to consider any and all avenues towards growth, whether organically or through strategic partnerships. Assume that no niche is safe. There's also growing pressure to articulate and deliver concrete value. A poor client experience will no longer be tolerated. To be truly successful in a sea of indistinguishable products, the experience must be distinctive. Superior investment performance is only the price of admission. Attracting new clients, and even retaining existing ones, will increasingly hinge on additional points of differentiation. The investment strategy might be unique. The quality of service could be extraordinary. Fees will almost certainly need to be competitive. All three would be ideal. Delivering a distinctive experience will be virtually impossible to accomplish solo. Most firms already work with a variety of service providers, but a more holistic view of a firm's infrastructure, focused on quality and differentiation, will mean carefully integrating a network of specialists to maximize the value of time, expertise, and data. At a minimum, systems will need to be product agnostic, support customization, and enable improved reporting. Truly forward-thinking firms will abandon legacy systems and processes altogether in favor of a reinvention that leverages technology far more effectively. Operations, systems infrastructure, and technology tools can no longer be viewed only as engine rooms. Rather, they need to be recognized as potent differentiators and catalysts for growth. Indeed, cross-platform collaboration enables both firm-wide transformation and a broad range of customized solutions to be offered to an increasingly demanding customer base. Evolution in Asset Management, 2019 Update 
No one can deny that the wealth management industry is changing at an exponential rate. To successfully adapt, we need to understand the underlying trends that are driving this industry forward. In each chapter in this series of podcasts, we'll talk about one of the five factors that are affecting innovation and competition. Those five factors are fierce competition, vulnerable economics, complex regulation, emboldened investors, transformational technology. Our white paper, Evolution in Asset Management, covers these discussions in greater detail, so we encourage you to read each new chapter as they're delivered. Welcome to Factor 1, Fierce Competition. The buy-side investment management business has always had a reputation for being gentler, kinder, and more collegial than the more cutthroat sell-side. But fiercer competition between firms is rapidly changing that reputation. We've seen four developments that are heightening competition for the foreseeable future. Consolidation, new entrants into the industry, convergence, and globalization. Let's talk first about consolidation. There are obvious advantages for firms having sheer size. Advantages like superior performance, more investors, more infrastructure, more institutional support that helps firms attain more growth. Size also allows for far greater investments in technology and marketing than small firms can afford. It's no wonder that firms with the longest track record are often some of the biggest, even without the effects of mergers and acquisitions or that firms seem to relentlessly pursue growth. Not surprisingly, we see a steady consolidation of assets among the largest firms. If there is a downside to being a large firm, it's in the loss of nimbleness and in oversaturating investment opportunities. But those don't seem to be swaying the trend of growth. We see firms taking steps to get bigger, like launching new strategies, entering new markets, adding more distribution channels, and acquiring competitors or teams. So, clearly the advantages of greater size drives the trend for consolidation, but that doesn't stop new firms from emerging, which brings us to the next of the four trending developments, new entrants into the industry. In fact, despite the disadvantages of smaller size, the barrier to entry into the industry is relatively low. New firms often arise to fill certain niches or meet specific needs, which has led to a dramatic rise in the number of funds. Regulated investment vehicles worldwide grew 42% over the past decade, resulting in an astonishing 119,000 open-ended funds by the end of 2018. Hedge funds are continuing to proliferate despite facing particularly strong headwinds, and investors can now choose between approximately 8,300 different offerings. We cover some of the details of this trend in our paper. So when it comes to competing, massive scale is not critical, but critical mass is. With so many options for investors in this broadening field, success is more complicated than it once was. And this brings us to convergence. We see these trends consolidation and emerging new firms, leading more and more firms into convergence rather than specialization. We're seeing firms becoming increasingly more diversified in order to increase their offerings. Old product silos are a thing of the past. Firms that have historically been known as private equity or hedge funds now offer a much wider range, and old labels 
can certainly be deceiving. Take a look at Vanguard. It was always viewed as a passive fund provider, but these days it gets a substantial amount from active managers and offers traditional and alternative vehicles for retail and institutional investors. And Vanguard provides technology infrastructure to boot. As firms venture outward in search of opportunities, we see greater globalization, the fourth of our four major developments. Cross-border operations are more common. North American firms have been particularly active, extending their reach into the developed markets of Europe and Asia. They're also seeking out economies that show the promise of scale and growth. In Europe and Asia, there's increasing regional expansion by local firms. All of this means that competition is no longer a localized phenomenon, but a global one. None of these trends exist in a vacuum. They interact with one another, sometimes paradoxically. Globalization, for example, amplifies industry consolidation, but it also creates and expands opportunities for emerging managers. So what do these developments mean for firms? We think it means that most firms should consider more avenues towards growth than they once would have, both organic growth or growth through strategic partnerships. Staying a niche firm may no longer be safe. In other words, there's a risk for firms that don't diversify. At the end of the day, client experience is the key differentiator for any firm, because in a sea of indistinguishable products, your client's experience must stand out. Not only must you know how to deliver value, now you must be able to communicate that value to the client. Your strategy should hinge on providing unique investment strategies, extraordinary service, and competitive fees. All of these are crucial in attracting new clients and retaining existing ones. It's a lot for a firm to achieve solo. The growth, the competition with new entrants, diversification, globalization, and the need to deliver a distinctive experience to clients. Is all of this really possible for firms? How easy is all of this to achieve without the right support? You probably already partner with a number of vendors for a variety of operational, data management, and fund management functions. The right specialist partners can give you help in specific areas, but taking a holistic view of your infrastructure means integrating that network of providers in order to maximize your time, value, and data. We see the need for a few things. We see a need for operations, systems infrastructure, and technology tools to work together in collaboration. They all need to be recognized as potent differentiators and catalysts for growth. We see a need for systems to be product agnostic, and we think they should support customization and enable better reporting. Cross-platform collaboration enables both firm-wide transformation and a broader range of customized solutions that you can offer to an increasingly demanding customer base. Take a look at Chapter 1 of our paper, Evolution in Asset Management, for our full discussion of the developing factors increasing the competition in our industry. In our next podcast, we'll look at the role economics plays in the evolution of asset management firms. How does slowing revenue growth impact the way firms adopt technology and services? or how they choose investment products. Join us for our discussion of Chapter 2 in our Evolution in Asset Management white paper.